welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 91 of the Dumb Marks Podcast. Jeez, we're getting up there in, in those numbers. Back in all digits soon, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, everybody, and thanks for joining us on this, like Donald said earlier, it's a frisk fall uh, Pittsburgh day, so... <laughs> Uh, thanks for joining in. As you see, we got the triple threat edition here. Me, Donald, and Jason. Steve's off this week for Father's Day weekend. We'll be back with us next weekend. Uh, gentlemen, how are we doing? We need a day off. excuse. Doing good, doing good. Just glad the weekend is here. Absolutely. The title's just now coming to me. <laughs> <laughs> What happened in wrestling? <laughs> you didn't see that earlier when we got the email through? I saw. I didn't see the. I didn't see the. I seen when we log, when we logged on. Uh huh. It didn't click. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it was getting to that point in the week whenever I was just like, all right, nothing's. There's, there's like no title yet. So, <laughs> go ahead, explain the title. Kiss your eyes. Uh, Alicia Keys song, uh, You Don't Know My Name. The, the lyrics are, uh, baby, 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 when the day I met you, when the day, the, fir the first day I saw you, I really, really want to catch your eye. And I've been singing Kiss Your Eyes for 20 years. <laughs> song came out in 2003. Yep. Yeah. 19 years. I've been singing <laughs> the wrong lyrics with my whole heart and soul, putting everything into it. And the day was a day I thought, you know, that don't sound right. <laughs> Everybody has that song, right? They don't know the lyrics to, but they just sing whatever lyrics they can make up, right? Yes. <laughs> Let's catch you to it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm still singing wrong. <laughs> <clears throat> what are some other songs that you guys sing wrong lyrics to that you know of? I think uh, Ed Sheeran's perfect. It was the one part where um, something, something, and I always say like on the cross, but it's actually in the grass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then I finally looked up the lyrics, and I was like, "Hold up, it's the grass the whole time." I thought it was cross. You know, I thought he was getting like you know real spiritual there. <laughs> and that's the thing because. Depending on the artist too, you don't know like what sometimes what the message is for that song, and it's like so you, you hear a lyric and you're like, okay, that fits, and then oh. and sometimes you hear the new one and it's just like I don't know about that. It's not the cross. Damn. No, it's not the cross. No, it's grass. <laughs> well, you got two of us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. grass. And grass up. and grass makes more sense with the song than uh, cross. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's the only one I can think of. Everything else is like spot on point. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now we're just spot checking ourselves every week. <laughs> Sing this tune for me. <laughs> that's why I give people credit, like whenever they go on, uh, like the forget the lyric shows and stuff like that. Because like, mm -hmm. sometimes they do like throw like some of the tricky ones in there. It's like, like okay, you knew this lyric, good for you. <laughs> like you, either like when we were growing up, 
you know, you bought the, the, the cassette or you bought the CD and it had the lyrics in there for a lot yeah. of mm-hmm. stuff. It's like now, like, you know, I, that got away after a while. Yeah. You know, and then just became like, like a single sheet inside, you know, but now, of course, now you have to look it up online if you want to find the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And I don't trust them half the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because different lyric sites have different lyrics. So yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. So who is the official one? Yeah. You know, you got to go to the artist's uh, website, you know, <laughs> and their actual page to find it. Or and some of them they do that on their YouTube channels where they'll put like the lyric video. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> All right. So was... speaking of music, a uh, couple things that that caught my eye this week. Uh, rumor is Lady Gaga is being cast in Joker too as um, what's her name? Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be great. She, was, you know, man, she got and she could play the hell out of that part. I can already see it. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing is that they're talking about this being a musical movie, which no. It's, no, no, no. I mean, I, I didn't like Joker. I wasn't a fan. I still um, watched it. I know there's a lot of people that really did enjoy it, and if. They made it. I think they made it that way just to be artistic. Because it wasn't thrown out there to be a DC movie. Yeah, it was, it was more dramatic. Movie. Yeah, like it was mm-hmm. to be an artistic movie, so you know it could go up for awards and different things like that too. But no. <laughs> but it, it being artistic, do you think you could throw a few songs in there? Not make it a full blown musical, but like throw a, a number or two of hers in there. I think they could, if, as long if they don't make it a full blown musical, I'd be yeah. okay with that. If they. Because like the whole, if it's going to be based like in Arkham, you know, you know where she's his doctor, you know, to get that all started, mm-hmm. I think you can do a, like some musicals in there, just the whole for, yeah. like mental health and stuff with that. Yeah. No, oh, you don't want like a full musical like in a Hawkeye, you know, when he's watching <laughs> himself being Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need him going out like actually being doing something and about to blow a building up and just start. Yeah. Right into a tune. (laughs) But like maybe if it's just on her end, you know, that that might be cool too, because that could limit it. I'd be definitely down for that. No, it can't be no musical. You know, our resident hater hates everything. (laughs) (laughs) Including Lady Gaga. He doesn't like Lady Gaga either, which is uh, blasphemous. Yes. Great. <laughs> Adele and Lady Gaga. I don't know what's wrong with them. When they say nine out of ten, Dennis, Steve is dead. <laughs> <laughs> and if he's listening right now, tune in. Provide that feedback. <laughs> uh, someone else with uh, in music news. I don't know if you guys saw um, random that, you know, not something we would normally discuss, but the Tony Awards were last weekend and Jennifer Hudson won a Tony. So she's like still like one of a few people. I think there's less than 20 of them that has the EGOT, which is mm-hmm. Emmys, Grammys, Oscar, and Tony Awards. Let's see. Uh, what is the, uh, what was her, her Emmy? Is it Dream Girls? Dream Girls will be, to- oh no, hold on. Who would that be Dream Oscar? Be Oscar. Dream-, Dream Girls will yeah. be Oscar. I don't know what her Emmy is then. Because that would be TV, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
couple mm-hmm. ended up. Yeah. But just something else to solidify her legacy. Mm-hmm. You know. Singing the national anthem before Raw. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking about that earlier. I was like, oh, she never like during, when David Otunga was there. She never did anything. And I, wow. I think I think everybody expected her to do like WrestleMania or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just Thompson, was never there. Yeah. You know, if they had the opportunity, maybe the money wasn't there. Yeah, congrats for her. Yeah, and then they she announced this week that she's going to host a new talk show starting in September. Everybody got a talk show these days, so that's nothing to clamor about. Sorry, you had uh, you know with Ellen and who was it, Wendy Williams? They're both done now, so <coughs> gotta, I guess there's gotta, room there. So yeah, got to fill the vacuum. Yeah, mm. and there's yeah, and like you said, there's so many of them. Like yeah, daytime shows. Yeah, there's too many talk shows. So, yeah. sorry, Jennifer. <laughs> Everything that goes on in the the break room, right? <laughs> Steve, I don't know how you, or not, Steve, Chris. I don't know how you look up this stuff, and it's like spot on. I'm like, I'm struggling. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, like, let, or Chris, like, let me look that up. Bam, you got Google it exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Hudson Emmy Award. That's what I tell you, Jennifer Hudson, Amy. I need to specify what did. <laughs> uh, Jason, I know you're interested in this one. Uh, it was announced this week that Tom Welling and Michael Rosenbaum are going to create a Smallville podcast. So we previously talked about Boy Meets World doing their yeah. their own podcast. Smallville is going to be the next one. They didn't really specify how they're going to do it, but. Most likely, it'll be like a lot of the other TV shows. They'll watch an episode and discuss it, bring on mm-hmm. some of the cast members and, and talk. But mm-hmm. um, as a big Smallville fan, I'm looking forward to it. Um, but a uh, thing left. How do you cover that area? Who left? Didn't um, Rosenbaum leave? Rosen? He did, yeah. Yeah, so he left. A I think that was, he was out season eight, nine, and most of 10. Then he came back for the finale in 10. No, what a one that I'm listening to, one of the actresses, she left, but she still watches along with her. Yeah. yeah. And she just goes along with it. Mm -hmm. So a lot of it will be new and especially the behind the scenes stuff that I'm sure they'll talk about, you know, it will be new for him. So, but yeah, that, that's supposed to start sometime in July. No exact date yet, but yeah, definitely gonna check that out whenever it launches. And one other thing for TV that I wanted to talk about: um, TV ratings for the year came out, and I th- this is kind of a little bit sports and a little bit TV. But um, the top ten TV programs for the year, you know, people talk about football and you know not watching it, but football is still king. Oh yes, uh, five out of the ten top programs for the year are, are football. Uh, the top four are all football, which in order was NBC Sunday Night Football, Fox Thursday Night Football, uh, Sunday Night NFL pre-kickoff, and then the OT on Fox. Those are the top four programs of US TV for this year. Oh, just in general. Okay. Yeah, just okay. in general. Most ratings. So no, not specific games or anything. Okay. Um, like, what, what kickoff? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> the other five programs on there, four of them are CBS shows. Wow. And that's NCIS, FBI, Blue Bloods, and The Equalizer. 
the only other show that the only TV show that's not a CBS show on here is Chicago Fire on NBC. So, if it's not football, CBS is dominating the ratings apparently. <laughs> yeah. Where is the sense of humor? <laughs> yeah. I wonder why everybody's depressed. <laughs> <laughs> there is not anymore. But what good sitcoms are on now, too? Uh, none. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, there's some okay sitcoms on. Yeah. Okay. Actually, Nothing good that stands out. Yeah. yeah that, that I actually have to tune in live for. Like, I don't have There's nothing I tune in live for anymore. Man, it's tough. I don't even watch TV like that. Yeah. I have one show I watch. That's The Blacklist. And I haven't even started the season yet. That's on DVR. <laughs> Whenever I'm bored one day, I'll binge it all. But I haven't watched any like legit TV shows at all this year. Wrestling even gets to half an hour start. Like nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is like everything I watched was like streaming wise, like on a Disney Plus original or a Hulu original, Netflix original. Just like main cable, main networks. Often. If it ain't sports, I'm not watching it. Or news. There were a couple sitcoms that I would tune in live for. <sighs> not a lot. I was I like Big Bang Theory, so if I didn't have anything going on, I might watch that live. Um, you know, but now Modern Family that that probably got the same treatment. You know, mm-hmm. occasionally if I wasn't watching anything, I'd, I'd tune in for that. But there's very little I tune in mm-hmm. live for. Yeah, nothing that interests me anymore. Yeah, nothing. And, that, and there's a lot of sitcoms that they really need to step up their game and you know, just cycle through and put on another. Change out the whole schedule next season. Yeah, and a lot of I think we we talked about this before too, where in the fall lineup, like this past season, a few of the networks they even pushed their sitcoms to mid season. Mm-hmm. You know, like they didn't they just focused on dramas early on, and then you know once, especially if they were new ones and maybe only had like ten or thirteen episodes, you know, then they brought the sitcoms on. But it's like. I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. I don't know why networks aren't focusing on sitcoms these days. But and then what do you see in syndication more? You see more of those, yeah, those uh, those dramas, TV dramas. Mm-hmm. You're like a Big Bang or Friends, where they can run a million episodes mm-hmm. back to our ten seasons. Yeah, you run it again. Everything mm-hmm. else, uh, Law and Order. <laughs> I was, was going to bring that yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Whatever else on, because I'm tired of seeing his face on my TV. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is true. I mean, that used to be that used to be TNT's thing. They just ran dramas, you know, mm-hmm. Law and Order, Las Vegas. Uh, they had a couple of their own dramas there for a little mm-hmm. bit, but it was like Smallville even was on TNT. I think Arrow might even have been on on TNT and repo- repeats. Um, but yeah, TBS <laughs> is it. I think TBS is the only network that actually does sitcom reruns these days because everything else, like USA, it's what Law and Order and NCIS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, the only other uh, thing that I had for TV movies was uh, for James Bond. Mm-hmm. Two rumors came out this week. Uh, one, and these aren't new rumors, these are rumors that we've heard for a while, yeah. is that Idris Alba and Henry Cavill. Are in the running for James Bond. Don't, I know you watch Jason. I don't know if you really watch the Bonds all like that, but I've, I've seen them. I haven't seen the newest one yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, both of them sounds good. I'm okay with either of them. Yeah, 
My only complaint with uh, with Alba would be his age. He's he's already fifty. Really? It's like yeah. Like okay, like your these movies don't come out every year. You know, mm-hmm. like they're spread out. Like if he probably does three movies, he'd be sixty by his third movie, probably. You know, it's like <laughs> they might give him a twofer. That's about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, it's not that he's not in shape or probably couldn't do it. But <laughs> depends on what type of bond they want to make him, you know. Yeah. Where Pierce wasn't, you know, the run jump; he was the drive and yeah, go out the swagger. That way. Yeah. yeah. Where Daniel Craig was the run, the and action guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They might give him the George Lazenby treatment and give him one bond and call it quits. <laughs> <laughs> if they do that, let's hope he's a lot better than George Lazenby. <laughs> bond is clean shaven, so we won't have that. Uh. That's Superman. <laughs> he pulls that off. Yeah. That's Superman gap. <laughs> the Capra will be interesting, especially if he's going back to DC. Yeah. yeah. So DC wants him, so his scheduling is going to be, you know, out there. Yeah, yeah you have pretty much have to like schedule that in advance. Like one year it'd be a DC movie, next year it'd be a Bond movie. Next yes. year it'd be a DC movie, next year a Bond movie. It might was come back in Mission Impossible. <laughs> Just oh, like, is that what it was? Mission Impossible. Yeah. Mission Impossible, yeah. yeah. That's where he had the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, and like last time, they could go with somebody, you know, completely unknown, you know, mm-hmm. or not expected. And I don't even know who would be on my list, really. <laughs> he didn't know show. He just he, this was in the book for a bit. <laughs> but that's all I had. It. You guys got anything else? Um, MLS sounds a deal with Apple to be their exclusive uh, streaming service. Really? You know, we've, we've, we we've talked about this, you know, with stuff going that route. Mm-hmm. I hope this is not like a. A precursor. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's definitely more of that coming. There is. Mm -hmm. But, and Steve brought up that that interview you listened to with Dana White a few weeks ago where, you know, Dana White was saying, you know, more than likely in a few years, it'll be like three top streamers. Mm -hmm. Everybody will buy each other out with that now. And it, it definitely looks like it could be heading that way. Yeah, remember the NFL said that they was making their own service. Yeah. So, are they trying to cut TV out altogether? You got to watch everything on the NFL service. Who knows? I mean, NHL and MLB did that. You know, like not completely cut out TV, but mm-hmm. you know, you could watch everything if you subscribe to their app, which was expensive as shit. You know, it wasn't a cheap service, but mm-hmm. if you wanted to have access to every game, you had to do yeah. that. I'd much rather have it be on ESPN Plus the way they have it right now, yeah. than have to subscribe to to like their own package. So this was, I didn't read much into it, but I'm wondering if MLS is like straight exclusive streaming, or is it you'll still get your stuff on ESPN and everything yeah. else, or like your local mm-hmm. games? Mm-hmm. I don't watch MLS enough to know so. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's the reason they can do it because not enough people watch it to, you know, care about it. Maybe mm-hmm. move to a streaming service. But apparently, there's enough, you know, if they're willing to put the money out there for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 
yeah, if Apple took that route, took them yeah. on them, yeah, there's enough people out there to. And that's a good thing for Apple because Apple Plus is awful. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't have like you can get like they have their original stuff, but they don't have like a like a backlog library like Peacock has or HBO Max has and things like that where you can just where they sign the the rights for for programming and it's it's five bucks a month and there's nothing I want to watch on there consistently for five bucks a month. So like I like Ted Lasso, that's it. So like when Ted Lasso comes back this year, I'll subscribe again to watch it. And then if I want to watch another point, then I'll subscribe again. Now do they drop their shows um weekly or is it all at once? Like they Netflix? do weekly. Weekly. Okay. So you have to stay subscribed. Okay. Yeah. So I'll probably subscribe, you know, a month in advance, rewatch the previous two seasons and then watch. Okay. But there'd been a lot. <clears throat> they, there was like so many Apple deals where I, you could get like 30, 60, 90 days for free. Or if you buy a new phone, you get a year for free. Mm-hmm. So that's the only way I've really subscribed before, but you know, I don't have a new phone right now or anything. So I'll probably just get the subscribe like Mac myself at some point. Anything else? Nope. All right. We got a lot of talk about in, in wrestling. So let's head to bell to bell. All right. So, <laughs> A busy week in wrestling, but not so much actual wrestling. Was there a lot of news from? Uh, we, it was a lot of corporate news this week. Um, and even before last night, I was thinking of the phrase, then, now, forever, together, was what Vince came out and said on SmackDown last night. And as I was thinking of that phrase, I thought, you know, another phrase that he likes to say and has said over the years is, no one person is bigger than WWE. And are we finally at that point to find out if there is one person bigger than WWE or not? This is shaping out to turn out to be like uh, Steve Jobs and Apple. <laughs> Back yeah. then. Mm. <laughs> like the head of the company going up against everybody else. Mm-hmm. Finding out what like what's going on, mm-hmm. and then that automatic force out that happened with Steve and Apple. Mm. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. where I've been. That's where I'm thinking this is leading to. I really do. So, if you don't know, <laughs> and if you're a wrestling fan, I'd find it hard to believe that you don't know that you know Vince McMahon's being investigated by the WWE board of the directors. Um for the whole reason is was there inappropriate funds being spent that's kind of i think the question the main part of the investigation right yes Mm -hmm. you know there was three million dollars of hush money paid was that personal private money from vince that paid or was it corporate money that was being paid my opinion is also you know the rumor is that this person had a six-figure job and you know, got a pay increase whenever some things were like to kind of when things were going down, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, right there. If they got a pay increase, you know, I think like almost like a hundred percent pay that's corporate funds being spent. Yeah. You know, and, mm-hmm. That's on the books. Yeah. You know, that to me, that's part of it. 
you know, that has to be included in part of the investigation. But uh, yesterday it was announced Stephanie McMahon is now interim chairwoman and CEO of WWE while this investigation is going on. Vince is still with the company, but will only be creative and will still be at Raw, NXT, and SmackDown. As last night he was at SmackDown and appeared and gave his very brief statement, which I didn't watch. But, mm-hmm. you know, Jason, you texted what it was. I, I end up, I got home last night and I, I watched it just to, just to see it. I, me personally, I was not happy that he did it. I think that was just, you know, to go out, get, to get some cheers from the fans this way that he can go back to the board and say, see, they love me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. And to get a ratings pop, too. And hey, Vince is coming out on tonight. Vince equals ratings. <laughs> yeah, you had Roman. No, it, it was already a ratings pop. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Vince is bigger than Roman. Hey, Vince didn't feel that stadium. <laughs> he already didn't feel that arena. On a minute's notice? Nah. You talking about money in the bank? Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody filled that stadium. <laughs> that place was loaded last night. <laughs> <laughs> So the the interesting thing I thought last yesterday was there was a lot of positive for Stephanie McMahon mm-hmm. becoming CEO and chairwoman, which I'm cool with. You know, I, th- mm-hmm. I think you know, unfortunately, she just <laughs> she just took a sabbatical, and you know, like less than a month later, she's back in mm-hmm. the swing of things. Um, Do you think that I was a reason? Or, or or really was a sabbatical? I think it's all work. Yeah. <laughs> there's our, there's the conspiracies. There. <laughs> like, look, you can take some time, take some time off because you you're running things now. And <laughs> I don't know if we'll ever know the full story. Mm-hmm. You know, like of why she took time off, and you know, was that for this or anything? Um, but the th- the crazy thing to me was all the backlash against Stephanie McMahon after she announced that she was stepping down temporarily. And it's just like people talking about how she didn't know how, didn't know how to do her job properly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, was responsible for this was, was responsible for that, blah, blah, blah. And there was a lot of, I thought a lot of unwarranted negative backlash against Stephanie. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, but then here we are a few weeks later and now it's all positive. You know, it's just like same people that were probably reporting the negative are now reporting that uh, these people said it's all positive. It's just like, this is why you can't trust things that you hear. Hands. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like, and, and I don't, it's not so much necessarily the fickle fans. It's like they talk about the people in corporate and the talent. Mm-hmm. You know, talent seems to be okay with Stephanie from the rumor. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, ha- they're happy. Like, a lot of the negative feedback that really came this week, not so much even from about Vince, was about Laurinaitis. Now, I've never been a Laurinaitis fan. I don't know the the guy personally. I've just never well, been a fan of. I don't his, think anybody has. Yeah. yeah, I've never been a fan of his job as, um, you know, with talent, and I didn't like him the first time. I didn't think I really didn't think he, they should have brought him back the second time. Yeah, you know, I just thought like he did such a, a terrible job of creating talent the first time mm-hmm. that why would you bring him back? But that's a lot of my problems with WWE that they don't learn from their mistakes. They just repeat them again. And I don't know. What do you guys think? Where, where do you think this is headed? 
I think it's going to be a long investigation, just like I think. And just like this is off I said about with Apple and Steve Jobs, I think this is the beginning of the end of Vince. I really do think that this is it, especially with how much power Nick Khan got in him now and everything. Yeah. I think people's like really going to be looking at the chops and, was, and like, this is time to get him out. And I think this is the first page of doing it. Do you, do you think this will be where WWE gets purchased? Vince owns 80% of the controlling shares of WWE. <laughs> Could Can you really eliminate, like, remove him from power, you know, without somebody coming in and buying the company? Like, I don't see them getting purchased. Nowhere in the near future, not, not yet. And if Vince do gives it up, I think in a way they're going to do it, he's going to like to spread his shares down to through his family somehow, some way, so they can still be in charge. So how would you remove him? I th- now I he's when it comes to this stuff, I'm not exactly sure, but I think that they mm-hmm. would have to they would have to buy his shares, so he would have to be bought out of the company. Okay, and that's it. 80% share. That's a lot that's of money. That's a lot of money. Yeah, that's a lot yeah. of money. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can't like, just remove him. He's, I don't think he's done anything at the moment. Detrimental. Well, yeah, yeah, enough to remove him from power. No. Mm-mm. That's why I said this is just like the, you know, opening the book. Like this mm-hmm. is, you know, this is like probably step one. Yeah. You know. See, this, kind of, this kind of goes back to my argument of I just wish WWE would have never been. A publicly traded company, you know, it never needed to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just done because they could do it, and they wanted more money. <laughs> it's created a lot more money for the company, yes, but it was never needed. And uh, yeah, I, I just think this is another. This is now a problem that wasn't ever expected. Mm-hmm. But along with Vince never having a clear succession plan of the company, which they still don't have, you know. You know, maybe now Stephanie technically just the way that it was thrown together, but that I was remember him saying it before an interview that it was his kids, but yeah, has that but changed? That's, way, that's what everybody always assumed it would be, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, when Vince and they would talk about it publicly, there was never okay. like even whenever you do the investor stuff, they 100% say this company is run 100% solely on Vince McMahon, and if something were to happen to him, we are not prepared. And here we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Luckily, this isn't something that, you know, he just died unexpectedly, mm-hmm. you know, and we don't have a, a moving plan to go forward. You know, they're, you know, he's still working with the company and they're day by day, they're piecing plans together. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> something unexpected and. Piggyback off of you saying, uh, since it's a public, you know, company and all that stuff, shareholders have the right to know yeah. what's going on with their money and the books being open, like it is for the public. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they are not always public. You know, they they do their thing. Like they yeah. do the they do the conference calls. You know, the quarterly conference calls, and they do all that stuff. But there's a lot of times where investor, like investors, go on that call and they'll ask, you know. What's being done with this fund? What's moving forward with this fund? And they'll and a lot of times they'll be like, "We're not ready to discuss that yet," or "We're not going to discuss that on this call." 
just like, like yeah, like like you said, Donald. You know, the investors yeah. have the right to know what's being done with the money. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like the, they they love to play fast and loose sometimes with, mm-hmm. <laughs> with with some of their money, and a lot of it, a lot of it, you know, the past few years is international money that they don't like to discuss what they're getting internationally or what deals they're trying. And I get when they're working on a deal, you can't discuss that. Yes. You know, because it's something currently being worked on. I always understand when they don't talk about that, but after they do the deal and everything, you know, Mm -hmm. sometimes they still don't like to discuss the deal. It's just like, that's not how that goes. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm. It'll be interesting though. Yeah, it is. I wonder, I wonder is the product itself. Is that going to suffer? Because it's trying to suffer me more than what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm ju- I'm making a joke on that, but I'm not okay. making a joke at the same time mm-hmm. because the product's rough. <laughs> yeah, like we, we like Steve constantly talks about. They're not making stars. Like maybe it is time for someone new to come in. Yeah give a different look on it, you know? Yeah. yeah get an outside view, you know, outside idea. Something like we talk about the Steelers all the time. <laughs> the management. Like, yeah, I mean, you say, you say making stars. What do you mean by that? Cause in wrestling, if you, if you, if you're saying that in wrestling, nobody's making stars. Making stars to the point where, here we have SummerSlam and Brock Lesnar is being brought in again, not giving a fresh matchup, giving a recycled feud, a feud mm. that we've seen enough times that we don't need to see it again. That we already saw this year. Is and is is theory that is is theory a guy they're they're making a star? Could possibly be because right now they're they're relying on wrestlers in their prime. Yeah. I mean, what young stars are you going to put in that position? None. They got to mature and get there. I'm going to always go back to you had the chance to make Big E a bigger star than what he was by defeating Roman Reigns, and they didn't do it. But there's still that possibility. Well, there was still that there possibility. Is a, there is that possibility. But you had but Big, e, you had Big E's a star. He was a star already. Yeah. Yeah. But he's a star. So you're saying they're not making stars. They make him a main event star. And they, yes, they put him in the main event and he won the money. He won the money in the bank. He won the the WWE championship. And it's cool. And we can, his, his run with it, you know, is a whole other argument. But I think if to make him actually a bigger star and actually a main event star, other than being a New Day, a star with New Day, they had that opportunity to make him that face and, and a face of the company. That's what I'm, that's what I mean by a star. They're not, there's not a whole lot of faces of the company. But there's no, there's not that in AEW either. You're not making stars. Cool. Let's not get on I that. Mean, so it's like, bring up, Vince doesn't know how to make stars, but yet they're at the top of the game. Every now and then you'll see somebody, Run on through like Bianca by uh, Bianca Belair star. Uh, thing is coming. Uh, who is it? What's her name? Uh, not Evans. Um, Ripley. 
Ripley's coming. Yeah. Just on the guy side, on, you just you just have too many. On the guy side, you just have too many seasoned veterans that you can rely on. Those stars are already made. Steph, Seth Rollins is a star they made. Roman Reigns is a star they made. So you say you keep everybody keeps saying Vince doesn't know how to make stars. Then that's all across wrestling because if if those aren't stars, wrestling doesn't have stars at all. I'm just thinking, what then? When does it come to the point where you're not relying on them so much? On who? Like a uh, Roman or or or, or, still the guy. or or a Rollins. When you when you when you gonna push that Rollins out? Never for a while. They're, yeah. They're, they're, yeah, yeah. They're, they can mm-hmm. still go. They can still yeah. give you top quality. Yeah. Made stars. But to a point, you have to have like one, two, maybe three guys. Theory's Inf- coming in. It would like infiltrate that. Yes, theory. Yes, I'll give you theory. Mm-hmm. Who else? Lashley's a star. There's two shows. Lashley's a star that they made. They tried Drew, it failed. Drew's a star. No. We hate Drew. <laughs> Drew's, a, Drew's a star. I mean, granted, he went out and made that himself and came yeah. back. But you have these stars. Everybody keeps saying they don't know how yeah. to make stars. And here we are listing off stars, main eventers. I, I like your argument there that you know Drew went out, made himself a star, and then came back and established star. Because it would be and the Cody same thing did. with AJ Styles. AJ and Styles Cody was already a star, thing. and they just brought him in. Mm-hmm. Cody established himself. They didn't create Cody, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a problem with AJ Cody. Or, you know, Drew, I got a little bit of a problem with um, because they still keep pushing him, even though time and time again you see it's not working. He needs to turn heel. That's what it is. <laughs> Do you think that would work? I think it might with him. For a for a minute, he's, he was healed before, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, before, you know, not yes. not current run, but no, oh, yes, though, so, yeah. The face the face turn worked. Yeah, it did. It worked for a few months, and then because he was fighting Brock, we, we got tired of Brock. <laughs> Do you think had it not been the pandemic, would Drew have gotten over better? I think so because fans would have been there. Yeah. To buy in on it more, and they—I mean—they have tried to bring him back in the fold, you know, with fans, and it just—it never clicked again. But you know, sometimes it just doesn't click. You know, unfortunately, you know, it can look great on paper, and then once it actually gets ma- put out there in front of the fans, sometimes it just doesn't click. And nothing wrong with that. It just—just the way the entertainment goes. How many times do you watch movies and? It, the trailer looks amazing, and then you go see the movie. And it's just like, well, that was a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, who, <laughs> just, who doesn't it click with? The fans. In house, it clicks. But it's just people like us who's just like, hey, we're we're tired of it. But just because the fans chant, you know, like for you know something with a person, does that really mean it's over? Oh, Lucif, Zach Ryder. My arguments? Those, those are actually two really good ones because those are two people that you know we wanted, but they never put over. You know, yeah, they gave them some TV time because the fans 
were doing it, but they never actually put them over. So those are good ones as example of just because the fans are cheering doesn't mean it's going to equal anything. Because if Rusev was really that good of, if the fans were really behind Rusev and Rusev, they really thought Rusev was worth money. Rusev would still be in the company. Agreed. But for whatever reason, and you know, and I'll and I'll give you Zack Ryder, <laughs> you know, because I I enjoy him. He entertains me. I enjoyed his stuff. There is there was a ceiling for him mm-hmm. in the company, but even whenever they got to that point, like where his ceiling was, they didn't do anything with him. You know, okay, we're gonna give him what was it the U.S. title? Yes. Whenever he was like at the head of his popularity. All right, let's have Kane push him off the stage. It has Cena come in. Yeah. Remember Cena was in like, on the like, love too. triangle. It's like, mm-hmm. what do you need to do this for? Like, no, that's not what the fans want. That's just what, what you're doing just because. You're doing something with him just because. <clears throat> to go back to the original thing, um, with Stephanie being in charge, mm-hmm. does, does Triple H have a new title or is he doing anything? As of right now, no. Okay. I haven't heard any, any change with them. But I honestly don't know what exactly his title is these days. Because oh. before he was, you know, and again, even before his whole uh, health scare, his title was changing anyways. Because mm-hmm. um, at one point he was head of talent relations, he was head of live events, and he was head of something else and on top of NXT. Okay. You know, so, you know, he's, you know, Laurinaitis came in a couple years ago, became uh, head of talent relations. So that was one title off him. Jeff Jarrett's now head of live events. So there's a title that was removed from Triple H. So I, I think all I know for sure that he's working on is the NIL stuff. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's it or what, but I know that's what he's working on, which is a good spot for him. Mm-hmm. I'd actually like to see him be moved back like because I think the NIL stuff works well with talent relations. I think he should be put back in as head of talent relations. Mm-hmm. If they don't want him doing all of talent relations, you know, if it's too much for him, hire a vice president then or something, you know, like let him be the boss of talent relations and do the NIL stuff and let someone else be the go-to person at Raw and SmackDown, you know, to handle the day-to-day stuff of talent. Mm-hmm. Um, another interesting thing, and whether this is true or not, and I think it'll be something that will have to be played out, and we'll see along with this investigation what goes, is there's a rumor that Kevin Dunn might be investigated for insider trading because knowing which Kevin Dunn's head of production, if, if you don't know, um, Kevin Dunn apparently sold stock last month, like millions of dollars worth of stock. And there's rumor that that could have been sold because he knew what was coming with Vince because he's basically one of Vince's right-hand guys. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Martha Stewart. If that's true, <laughs> that's... Oh. Really, I mean, if he if he goes, if they do the investigation, he goes because of that. That's a whole new change to production. You know? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. That'd be a, a welcome that's... change. Yes. Hopefully no more in and out with punches. <laughs> Freddie Prince, what you doing? <laughs> yeah, so there's, so you got main guy, you got head of talent, and at least head of production mm. that will be investigated. 
most people, the rumor online is most people think Laurinaitis will be the fall guy for this. Of course. Um, but how is Laurinaitis the fall guy for this is my question. Yes, he can be, you know, anything can be done, but he's technically not the one that's, that probably made the payments or, you know, he's a part of it. And mm -hmm. I could see the unprofessional conduct to remove him from his position. But, you know, you got three power players in WWE right there that could be gone out of this situation. Not saying, for me, I'm not saying I'd miss a lot of it. But the only one I'd probably miss out of it would be Vince. But to a point, it'd be a welcome change for the company. Mm -hmm. We shall see. Yeah. You come up, the, to, come up to Stafford headquarters and Tony Khan is there. <laughs> <laughs> the name on the contract does read Khan. <laughs> uh, one of the things I didn't like this week, um, and I don't know if this was WWE trying to do this or if it just came out at the time, is I kind of felt like, I, I want to say it was like Thursday night, they it, the rumors started coming out that Sasha Banks was released. And it was just like, all right, are they doing this at the same time just to kind of try to turn that page? Like, okay, we're going to talk about Sasha Banks now this way that we hope you don't talk about Vince mm -hmm. and all this going on. There, there still hasn't been a release, you know, official release of saying anything about Sasha or Naomi. Um, I think yesterday they were talking that People noticed that Naomi was moved to the alumni section of the website, and then she was moved back. Mm -hmm. um, still no official word, but it's just like, okay, was that the internal WWE team trying to release some more information just to be like, okay, smoke and mirrors, look over here now while this is going on. Mm -hmm. Oh, of course. Uh, That's corporate 101. Yeah. I, don't, I don't trust anything from any of the backstage people. <laughs> Every I don't, I don't trust dirt sheets at all. It's just... Yeah. Mm -hmm. And again, for me, just like I said a couple weeks ago, I still think it's working until I actually see yeah. see something. I can get that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like in, honestly, there's, you know, everybody expected, you know, new tag team champions to be crowned. Right now, there has, mm -hmm. that, if you go on the WWE website, it's still just vacant. You know, mm -hmm. but you know, will it just be quietly retired at some point? You know, if they're not going to do anything with this, or are they? Maybe they have. Maybe they have something in the works. Maybe they're just trying to figure out the players to what to, to do with it. But I think they have something in the works. Because uh, I mean, you always have 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 a plan ahead, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe they're trying to get to that plan through whatever will happen, because, I mean, you aren't going to retire those belts. And, uh, like, how you just say, scrap it, just off that, if you had plans going forward, you know. But if the rumor is true that Vince never wanted the titles in the first place, mm -hmm. you know, now's the perfect time for him to be like, okay, I'm done with this. Mm. I mean, I'm for the argument that I never... They've done exactly what I've expected them to do with these titles. You did say that. Nothing. You know, I, I didn't think the titles were a good thing when they first announced them. But I get, 
and that's a whole other argument with AEW, which we, which you guys kind of touched on last week, is there's too you don't need more titles sometimes. You know, another title doesn't mean anything. I get it. I get what they were trying to do, but I don't know. To me, it was good up until they left the Thunderdome. Okay. I want to say it was enjoyable, like through Bliss and Cross, the Iconics, Sasha and uh, Bailey, and then now it's just like you're releasing talent, and now you're just mashing together teams. Pairing, yeah. yeah. Now, now it's become to me. Now it's become nothing. Yeah. Like at, at, I think at a point it was it was good. I mean, I guess it's like a catch twenty two of no matter what you do, it can come across being the wrong move in a women's mm-hmm. tag team division because on the whole of the women's division, there's not a lot of players. You know, there's yeah. enough players for titles, like the main title, but whenever you add in that secondary title, then you got to create tag teams. And then, you know, we always talk about how they're just, you know, two people being formed together, not like a true tag team. Yeah. And, I guess in a way you have to do that because they have to be interchangeable between the tag division and the title division. Because if they're just a sole tag team, then you're just only keeping them in that tag division. And there's only so much you can do with that. And And then in women's wrestling, you have no true tag teams. Yes. There's only two and are down at NXT. I mean, iconics at one point. (laughs) Total in WWE, you had the Bellas and you had the Iconics that were technically, Mm -hmm. you know, could be considered tag teams. Yeah. You know, one, the Bellas weren't around for the tag titles. You know, if they were, they would have been champs. You know, the Iconics, Mm -hmm. they did get the titles, you know, and they were the only one. They held it for a good amount of time. You, know, you didn't see but, it on TV. You saw it on main event. Yeah. And that was a whole other argument whenever they created the NXT tag titles, women's tag titles, because I didn't see the need for that. You know, mm-hmm. because NXT was supposed to be part of that division. Yeah, that's true. That title was supposed to be off of yeah, it was supposed to flow. SmackDown and NXT. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, so you limit the amount of talent that you can put in by creating that second set of tag titles. Because if, if the if the champions would go on NXT, you know, you can create those young, those new tag teams down NXT, you know, try different things out and see who do we want to move to the main roster, you know, who's working or or whatever, and then you can move them up and then do the storylines on there. But so then if you retire those, do you just keep the NXT women's tag titles? Because. Yeah. Or, or maybe do you unify them? And get rid of one and just focus maybe on the WWE and do what you said beginning. I might actually that, enjoy that more. I did I enjoy that more if they did that. Yeah. <clears throat> After you break up toxic attraction. <laughs> is that gonna be do you think that's gonna break up or is that gonna be something that moves to the main roster? I'm hoping it's used for the main roster. I think I think I think all three will go up main roster together. It works. Because I, th- I think they need that. They do. Yeah. It's one of those things on NXT that 
has consistently worked mm-hmm. you know, in this new era that you can sit there and see, yes, this could work on the main roster. Yeah. My only thing is they won't be as big as the biggest star. That's always going to be. You'll, yeah. just have, yeah. you'll just have a low-level faction, which yeah. I mean, I want them to come in and wreck shop on everybody, but you can't sure. see Toxic Attraction doing that. Yeah, I don't see – I could see maybe the tag team, the tag team and Toxic, mm-hmm. toxic Attraction. I just don't know if I could see – I think Mandy could be a star on the main roster again. Oh, definitely. You know, yeah. Because mm-hmm. of what she's done down there. I just don't know if she's going to come in and be able to unthrone a Ronda or a Bianca or a Becky, you know, depending on who's mm-hmm. champion at the time. Yeah. Or Charlotte when she comes back. Yeah. You know, because you, know, you have those highly established women in that division. Yeah. And as good as Mandy is, like, you have to do a lot on the main roster to prove her on there first before mm-hmm. she can unthrone anybody, I think. And then, you know, they'll bring back her story with Sonya. You know, they'll start rehashing old stuff. Yeah. Otis? Two point Otis? <laughs> and you'll bring it up. <laughs> Even though the state's supposed to be clean, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go back to Sasha. I think her stuff will I think she'll eventually will get released. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eventually will get you see her wrestling again. Yeah. I don't. I, don't, I think she got so much stuff going on with Hollywood too, mm. like phone calls and that stuff. Mm. Like come to Hollywood, you know that one little thing on Star Wars Mandalorian. Yeah. Once you get, I mean, once you get a taste of that, you get the itch. Yeah. If, yeah. It depends on who's calling. If there's mm-hmm. legit offers, then I could see her doing that. If it's just, I don't know, like WWE film style stuff <laughs> you know don't do that you know but i mean her and vince had these arguments before you know so cooler heads prevailed over time you know she took months off before mm-hmm. it came back I'm not saying it couldn't happen again but i don't know only time will tell you know on the whole situation but I'm not saying that she's definitely gone, gone, but I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't release her too at the same mm-hmm. time. You know, yeah. If that's truly what she wants. I don't think that's what she wants, but. Yeah. And right now, that's probably one of the things that are on the back burner of the company too, you know, and maybe that's a oh, good yeah, that's, thing. <laughs> that's the last thing they need to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> that, that might be a good thing right now to let everybody just kind of cool down some stuff and then come back and regroup at another time mm-hmm. to see, see if they can't come to, to terms on it. Any, anything else? Anybody you want to talk about anything on the main roster this week? AJSF was a great match. <laughs> I enjoyed it. We, we were talking to Steve after the uh, impact thing. And I was, I was asking about the main event. And I was wondering if they booked that to the to the finals. Booked that to the NBA finals. Because, yeah. like, why would you not put that on last? Seth and, a- or Seth and AJ. Yeah. Instead of the the, bo- the body oil. So not- of course. That, that is a good programming. One. Probably is what it, why. Mm-hmm. Great match. Um, love the storytelling in like to set it up. 
mm-hmm. you know, of, you know, AJ saying that's for Cody. It's like, and that's just bullet club for life, you know? Nope. Even though they weren't part of it together, you know, just mm-hmm. like, that's kind of been the whole story here with the bullet club recently. Is that when you're, when you're bullet club, you're bullet club for life. And that's an all a wrestling right now. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, I don't want to say I hate it, but it's like you've seen Seth and AJ and now you want more. I want to see it again. Yeah. But I don't want it like uh, Seamus and uh, Drew. Kofi and uh, I don't even mind Seamus and Drew because they don't even touch as much, but like Kofi and the Brawling Brothers. I don't want to see a, a 14 week feud wrestled 14 weeks, but <laughs> I need to see Wait. another Seth and AJ. Are you saying WWE repeats matches? Huh? <laughs> yeah, <I didn't> <laughs> yeah that was the the ending to raw and if that was the reason for it it, i could i could understand that but it was still just a terrible ending to raw me and jason was talking hey what did jason you say keep theory with that open mic headset on Cause it was like uh, they were like we're doing a pose and I'm like not this again. It's like 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 Don't say why is Lost Lashley in all these segments? He's all <laughs> the Mark Henry segments. Why yeah. is he in all these strongman segments? And they were like we're doing a pose down. And I was like I'm not watching this shit. And then Theory came out with the Bobby Brown microphone and I'm like you know what? <laughs> let, let me get us a chance. And <laughs> he he sold me on it. It was still terrible, but oh man, he was he was entertainment. And that is it seems to be the consensus that people are like 50 50 on theory it's like there's stuff that he does that entertains them but he like not 100 percent sold to on them but and he's 100 like hateable <laughs> yeah they've made maybe him 100 you know, maybe because yeah like he just has that punchable face yeah because <laughs> he runs that mouth and he's just like okay you know, like, like i would love to punch this dude but <laughs> did you guys see his stuff that he did with about cena this week yeah I've seen like the, the pictures, mm-hmm. the pictures. Yeah, yeah. He did like a a group, bunch of photos with the the Spinner US title, dressing up like Cena and everything. And so, of course, that's everybody like, oh, Cena coming for Theory now, and it could be. But I think that'd be an interesting matchup. You know, kind of got that. You know, future <coughs> versus past. You know, they do that a lot. So, is it for Johnny Boy to put him over? You know, come in and do the work. I mean, he did. He posted something on his social media too of whenever Owens stepped on the U.S. title when he was the U.S. champ. If you remember mm-hmm. that, like whenever yeah. Owens debuted, and so it's just like, okay, is that a sign that that's what he's coming to do for the U.S. title now? Man, Cena put random stuff up all the time. Cena is such a troll on the internet. Yeah, because <laughs> he doesn't comment on things; he just posts random pictures. He just posted, yeah, yeah. Which is just laughing and giggling about John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> The man we hated. <laughs> and, and I said this last year, whenever he came back, it, when Cena goes away and he comes back, yeah. I enjoy the shit out of John Cena. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, when he was on my screen week in, week out, it's just like, like Cena got old to me. Yeah. You know, and I just, it's like, okay, I'm ready for him to go away. But he comes back and it's just like, shit, I just want to go 
by the uh, the new Cena merchant, sit there with those kids and hustle <laughs> loyalty respect. Never give up. <laughs> now, what is that? Is that two weeks? I think so. Two weeks? Yeah, you get a brief interjection into into Raw or or Smack, whichever one he's coming to. Raw, he's coming to okay. Raw, which they need. You get a brief injection of energy. Yeah, and I know might... Fox, Fox is mad about that. <laughs> and I was gonna, and I was just about to say he might even show up on SmackDown that week too. You know, depend on I don't know what his schedule will be, but you know, because will he will he come back on Raw and will we know what he's doing for SummerSlam then at Raw, or is this gonna be something he's gonna travel to both shows for a little bit and they're gonna kind of you know if you're looking at eyes like where you're gonna like who you're gonna get the most from to. To hype up the storyline, it's SmackDown. Mm. You know, so yes, technically Theory's a raw guy, but nothing the way they're doing things these days, nothing says yeah, you can't put Theory over on SmackDown just to mm-hmm. just to hype it up. That's all I have for Raw. Anything on anything that you guys want to talk about, you know, we can talk about the main event. I didn't watch SmackDown at all, so I didn't mind Riddle and Roman. Oh, the match was the match was real good. Yeah, really? I didn't mind it at all. Yeah, once Brock's music hit, I was like, "Up here we go again." I mean, I think you had to when three of your main eventers are are out, and that you know we talked about this earlier. We, we started talking about this setup, and that's a good point, Jason, because rumor was Randy Orton was supposed to get the SummerSlam title shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there was supposed to be Riddle getting it now and then Orton at SummerSlam, so maybe this was plan B. Yeah. Because Orton's going to the next year, right? That's they, the rumor. Yeah, there was the rest of the year, and then yeah. you got Cody out for the rest of the <laughs> Possibly year. the rest of the year. So everybody's coming back at Rumble. And it, it's, <laughs> it's a storybook out for a week or two. I don't know. Yeah, he's, <laughs> Everybody's coming back for Rumble. <laughs> Edge has got a. I don't know. They could bring Edge back this week, or do you save Edge for Cena week? Just something else to add to that show. Because mm. if you're booking Cena and you're hoping for the, that ratings pop from Cena, you know, you might as well throw some of the best stuff on there. I give Edge his own week. And come back full straight to R. <laughs> Superstar. <laughs> They're giving his time to grow his hair out again. <laughs> do you bring Edge back? Bef- and we were talking about this, the dates, but do you bring him back before Money in the Bank? Or do you just bring him back at Money in the Bank or the, the Raw after? Who? Edge. 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 I don't see him after. Yeah, after because I don't see him doing anything at Money in the Bank. No, because the Judgment Day book for anything except for Rhea. I don't think so. Yeah, so there's no point for him to come out. So you bring him back the Raw after Money in the Bank. There you can hot shot the stuff to sum- for SummerSlam. Because mm. you know it's going to be Edge versus Finn. Yeah. So. They better not even do Edge versus Damian Priest. <laughs> better not give me that shit. No, that <laughs> you can give me that on Raw. 
but that's just I mean, that's your opening bout for SummerSlam. <laughs> Edward Damian Priest. <laughs> that could be pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to Edge. No <laughs> offense to Damian Priest. <laughs> I had a question about Roman. Yeah. Is it do you think the time off is character? Or is it like did they book it like this, or did he like is he taking that time off? Rumor is it's him. Is him? Yeah. Okay. That's that's the rumor. Oh. Okay. So it's him, him. It's not the character, it's him. Yeah. It's, okay. it's Roman that requested that No, he off. sent out the you made me take time out of my day to hop off my private yeah. island. I was like, I mean, it's like you're kind of making him more of a hateable character again. Mm-hmm. But is Which it him or is it, is it storyline? Okay. Which he should be because he's he's getting too many yeah. cheers. He's getting yeah. too many cheers to be a heel. Mm-hmm. But he's an entertaining heel. And I'm the complete opposite where yeah. I, I've, I've had enough of Roman as champ. Yeah. So I mean, because he was off, he, he was still working like house shows for like the whole month of May, you know. Yeah. So I was wondering if it was just like him not being on the main roster to be character. I'm too good for this, or if it was just him taking his own personal time. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, because he's all, yeah he is off house shows, and the rumor, you know, when the, when that whole thing started, where he said his goodbye at the house show. Was that you know? Okay, is Roman going Hollywood? Maybe there is something. Maybe that's what, you know he's been off for a few weeks, so maybe there is something mm-hmm. that he's working on. There's been no official announcement on anything, but um, maybe he's working on something. Um, he may uh, have because his agent. Yeah, <laughs> <You know that. laughs> I mean, he could be doing something. You know, he's right now not technically booked for Money in the Bank, so you know he's booked for SummerSlam. So you have almost a whole month again where he might not be on TV. So if this is the case, are we are we running with a a Brock type champ or are we gonna take the belt off of him? But who do you put the belt on? <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't want it back on Brock. <laughs> it it looks like it's probably gonna be a Brock type champ. And then okay, and there's a good thing there. Like do you really have Roman beat him back to back in the same year? To be the guy, yeah, but I don't. Uh, whoever wins that match, Seth is cashing in his money in the bank. <laughs> that would be good. That would be again, good. again. So, and I'm not so even that, just saying Seth. I'm saying anybody that whoever the money in the bank champion is, Seth. <laughs> he's the only one right now. Yeah, that you could. That's it. Out of the three people who's in it, the only one. And he's. I know some people hate on Seth, and I think Steve is one of them where he talks about the laugh and everything every week. Oh, Seth I love entertains it. the hell out of me. Yes, he does. Yeah. You yeah. know, so Seth as champion again, I'm all for. Mm-hmm. And you, he's going to be there consistently. You could put him on both shows if you wanted to, or mm-hmm. just hop back and forth depending weekly. Until everybody comes back. Yeah. And then try to get back on the same boat. You don't carry two brands? He did before. Yeah, yeah. He did before. I mean, if, if. But then you're feeding a lot of people to him then Mm -hmm. to get to that point. So, you know, a lot of title matches are going to be like 
you already know the outcome. Yeah. But you're going to see some good title matches, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, no matter who they put with him, he's going to have a good match. Like you said, you wanted Seth and AJ. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, depending on where they give that. If they give that to us first feud, you know the outcome. Yeah. But yeah. You give that like at Rumble a few months into the title run. You know, you could guess what the outcome is going to be, but yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you at least have that suspension of disbelief. Like they could actually put the belt on AJ here. Mm-hmm. Oops. Anything else on the main roster? No. All right, we'll head over to the land of AEW, which for me, Dynamite this week was hit and miss, consistent. I mean, it was definitely was not one of my favorite episodes of Dynamite. There's, there's some good spots to it, but I think that for every good spot, there was a bad spot. You know, like you had a good match, then you had, you know, a shitty segment. You know, shitty segment, then they had a good match. And, yeah, that's you know, exactly how you know, probably, the, for, probably for like the past month, AEW's been missing with me big time. I, it, can prob- I would probably even say longer than the past month. Yeah, it could be. I mean, it's been dropping off big time for me. Like they, they'll, and this was this was a complaint of mine years ago with WWE, where you know they would it'd be, for me it would be okay, could could have missed that week, could have missed that week, could have missed that week. Then they would bring back like a really good week. It's like okay, they got my attention again. Mm-hmm. Bad week, bad week, bad week, really good week, and that's the way AEW has been. And I put the full hundred percent full blame on Tony Khan for that. Yes, you know because he's the one hundred percent man in charge for producing this show and everything so um but there have been some good weeks mixed in there i felt like the week after double or nothing was a really good week mm-hmm. um but i felt like the build up build up to double or nothing was shit mm-hmm. so it's like i and it's the same way i feel right now that the build up has been shit to forbidden more and this week this past week's episode with a hundred percent soul focus going into forbidden door should have been good build up Mm-hmm. Got you excited for the card. And I felt like they got an F for that. Like they completely failed. Yeah, that whole uh, face off with Tanahashi and Moxley, that was probably one of yeah. the worst segments I've ever seen. I'm still confused. Yes. <laughs> and you should be. Because <laughs> there was nothing to justify not being confused by that segment. Mm-hmm. You have it, it's Jericho and Tanahashi, or not Jericho, it's Moxley and Tanahashi. Yeah, and you incorporate Jericho for what reason? For him just to come out and yeah, announce a match. <laughs> you know, it'd be one thing if you were trying to do something like to have a Jericho Tanahashi match. You know, next week on on Dynamite or something. You know, oh, aren't they having a, a day? Day, I mean, they announced it oh, yesterday. Okay. Yeah, but not on Wednesday. They yeah, they're not on Wednesday. So he so just showed be, up for uh, no reason. Yeah, it'll be Jericho and Archer versus Moxley, Moxley and, and Tanahashi. Okay. Yeah. But again, you didn't need that segment to do that. There was no connection in that segment to yes, justify to, that to match, that. other than yeah. Jericho coming out. Mm-hmm. And, like to me, and you know, the other day, Steve and Jason and I were talking about this after we did our Impact anniversary predictions. Go back and watch that on demand, on, on, or listen on your favorite <laughs> podcast platforms. Um, but. The whole point of that segment should have been if the audience doesn't know who Tanahashi is, 
because they only watch American wrestling. You know, you're going to have those fans that watch that they're AEW fans that watch New Japan and mm-hmm. watched New Japan previously that know who he is. But for mm-hmm. those fans that have never watched New Japan and don't know why Tanahashi should be considered a threat to Moxley, that was your segment to do that. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get and to you know the shit on that segment. <laughs> <laughs> there should have been get to know the ace right there. Yeah. It really should. Did they do the WWE move and put the two uh, two competitors in a tag match? Of course they did. Yes. <laughs> to see if oh, they yeah. before they and, fight. <laughs> and we talked about on our Impact predictions the other night of how Impact TNA was considered for a long time WWE light. Maybe even still is considered WWE light. Mm-hmm. And that should be the formula that AEW... A hundred percent should be like that is not our formula, and to me, this year, that has been their formula that they are becoming WWE light instead of being different. They're just taking the formula and running with it, and not in a good way. Yeah, because they need to figure out how to be different. They're just not providing that. They can provide it in small doses, but consistently and effectively. They're they're losing me on that. Yeah, there's there's not a story in AEW right now that catches my eye at all. Sorry to say, but there's not one. I but see. this pay per view is so hyped, mm-hmm. and there should be. <laughs> and there's just not. Good, Jason. No, I was I was just saying there was so many there was matches I enjoyed, but nobody I cared about in the matches. Like, so that was, you know, I know I like to say I like you can be wrestling. At least like to care about the characters involved, like Osprey and Dax was great. Mm-hmm. Don't care about either one of those guys. The latter match was amazing. I hate the Young Bucks. I hate Luchasaurus. <laughs> I only care about Jungle Boy. So I actually watched a video it's before like- we came on this morning that it was after the match. Like after, so we've had the tease for weeks now that Christian Cage was most likely going to turn on Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. He only turned on Jungle Boy, technically. I mean, I guess in a way he yeah. turned back on both of them, but he only attacked Jungle Boy. And Jungle Boy's mom and sister were at ringside for the match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And after the match, after he turned on them and did everything, he kind of goes and gets in their face in the crowd outside. And they're both kind of giving him the finger and uh, they're, they're yelling stuff at him. And uh, Christian just looks at, uh, the mom and goes, he's a piece of shit. You raised a piece of shit. It's just like, I was like, this should have been on TV. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like you really want to get him. Like you want to make this a heel turn. Mm-hmm. You do that. Yeah. You know, give him the, the heat. Corporate. Yeah. Cause what he do, he turned on him and then just raised his hand, like took his shirt off and just posed. And that was yeah. the end of it. <laughs> Jason was telling me uh, yesterday. It was like, so what does this leave jungle boy? It was like because Christian turned on him and Christian got the pop. Yeah. This is what the fans want. They want to heal Christian, but if you want heal Christian, what do you want from Jungle Boy? But they're still going to cheer Jungle Boy. Uh, yeah, but, you know. I think it's putting Jungle Boy in a senseless feud. But he's one of our pillars, right? Yeah. We're building we're building him up, right? Against what main eventer? Christian? Who hasn't wrestled consistently what since he was injured last year yeah mm-hmm. 
He got injured what? September ish? Yeah. Because they were here in in August. Mm-hmm. And then by the time Impact was around, you know, he was injured. So we're <laughs> almost was... going on a year and he hasn't done a whole lot. Yep. The Jungle Boy's your future, though, right? But we got Christian, to see him this champ, right? Christian to me is nothing different <laughs> than what Sting is. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He goes out there, he's a manager, and then he occasionally does bumps. <laughs> I don't know which one would have built Jungle Boy more, but you you have them turn on each other. You have either Jungle Boy turn on Luchasaurus or Luchasaurus turn on Jungle Boy. That would be the only one for me to build Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy is pure face face. Mm, yeah. <laughs> That'll be tough for him. Like well, for yeah, me, he has a chop right now for heel. He's yeah. not ready for a heel turn yet. No. No, not at all. Not saying that it couldn't come at some point. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. you could easily make him heal to get rid of that Jungle Boy gimmick. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, like when when the boy becomes a man, you know, and type storyline. <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> but, yeah. There was, a, there was plenty. Like, I didn't like... The opening segment was what it was, the match, the hair versus hair. I'm glad they did that in the first segment just to get, get it over with. And the fans were on with it. Yeah. Another pointless match. Wasn't a great I just knew when he pulled out the clippers, it wasn't going to be Jericho. Okay. <laughs> if you'd have pulled out some scissors or some uh, some uh, beefcake lock or some beefcake uh, ears, I'd have said Jericho. When you pulled okay. out the straight ball clippers, yeah, it wasn't going to be Jericho. Anytime yeah. I see the uh, – any involvement with Eddie Kingston and Jericho that reminded me of New Day and the Brawling Brothers. It's just a few that just been going on too damn long. Yeah. Oh, and they're still going on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and going, going on. on. Yeah, it's, and, they're, they're, and they're just adding people and just still going on. Again, that's a few, but just nothing but people screaming at each other. Yeah. That's it. It's not doing anything, it's not building anybody. <laughs> Nobody's going for any title shots or nothing. It, it, what is it there? What is it doing? Yeah, why are we just clamoring for um, Pride and Powerful? To... <laughs> it was just yeah. like you're under our, we're under your, under your and shadow. They, yeah, when, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they had to face off with the Lucha Bros, and you're still under the shadow. Yeah, I'm still, mm-hmm. I'm still okay with Pride and Powerful and moving forward, mm-hmm. becoming champs and all that. I just. It's just yeah, they keep putting being put in stuff that doesn't elevate them. Like what we'll see what blood and guts does mm. if it does anything. So it looks like we're having two blood and guts matches uh, in a few weeks. So guts. Yeah. Yeah, it just should be, but it'll be an episode of dynamite instead. But yeah, it's they the whole storyline with it. The whole Jericho Appreciation Society, you know, now they have Sammy Guevara in there. You know, why break up the inner circle? You know, you could, yeah. like, and I, I mentioned that the other day, you could have just had Prime and Powerful break off from them mm-hmm. at this point, you know, yeah. and still would have done the same thing because <clears throat> was it you, Jason, that said that you think that this is all part of to move uh, Garcia? No, that was, uh, that was Steve. That's Steve. Yeah. So, yeah, he's he saying, yeah, yeah, like he thinks that you add Sammy to this group and then that that removes Garcia at some point so he can go with uh, Blackpool, the BCC. Yeah. Yeah, that could work. 
that just told me that uh, you have no faith in Sammy anymore. <laughs> we got to hook him back up with Jericho. But what were they going to do with him? You know, he was already TNT champion a couple mm-hmm. times, so you got to move on from that at some point. Yeah. Run down on dark elevation like everybody else. So yeah, right now I'm gonna. I mean, I'll still end up watching Forbidden Door, but oh I'm yeah, not, I'm not sold on it yet. Not for fifty mm-hmm. bucks. I'll say that. No. And is it gonna be Cole versus Jay White versus Hangman? <laughs> it's gonna be that. There's a question there. No. Because Everybody, after Wednesday, that's what it's looking like. Yeah. I mean, yeah. White says no to both of them. Mm-hmm. You know, Hangman's still calling out for Okada instead of White. You know, but you know, it's like we still don't know what Okada's situation is. Mm-hmm. You know, because Steve brought up a good point the other day. He said, um, you know, they're still calling for Okada on AEW, and Okada was announced for the G1. And the G1, we looked it up, runs from July through August. So mm-hmm. does he work? Is he working G1 and then then taking his time off? Okay. Or what? Because everybody assumed he he dropped the belt just to take the just time take off. Time and off. For G1. <clears throat> so when is Forbidden Door? Forbidden Door is the 26th, so next week. Next Sunday. Next Sunday. So they still got a week left to build up and yeah. matches. So you got one this week. That's it. So this past week yeah. should have been the build-up week to sell the event this upcoming week. Hey. So now you're basically... This week you have to Build and sell on the same show. So the card is still not finalized the week out. Correct. Mm-hmm. With all this talent from another promotion. Yeah. And all this time from the mention of Bendor. Mm-hmm. Yes. You should have, they should have gone off. Double or nothing should have, there should have been something to build up mm-hmm. at Double or Nothing. Someone, they should have had something, yeah, something to, to end something. the show or somewhere in the show to really build it up. They didn't do that. Then, it, then you get to Dynamite, and they, yeah, they brought out Tanahashi and they've done, they brought out Jay White and stuff like that. But you haven't done enough to build the show. At the end of the day, it did add, it, it did add Dominion. Yeah, you should have did something at Dominion too. Yeah. And then instead of bringing people in and solidify their who you're feuding with, you just brought them in to just bring them in, maybe attack random people or just to see. Yeah. And then third together matches. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is, I think, where, where you'll sit there and say, Jason, you know, we, we should on WWE for doing this stuff. Yeah. And we shouldn't have gone as much on AEW on. <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Hey. I, did, I, I I seriously thought there was maybe like at least two more weeks. Or no, something. no, mm-hmm. I didn't. yeah. But, so you got you have Dynamite and Rampage, and then next Sunday it. the twenty sixth is the pay per view. Mm. Do I think it's going to be a good pay per view? Yes. The talent that's going to be on it is going to be good enough to justify a good pay per view to have good matches because none of them aren't going to aren't going to do a good match. They're going to go out there and give you it all. The build up for it is the problem. And what's mm-hmm. the fallout going to be? You know, after the match, after the pay-per-view, are we going to continue this? Like, are we still going to see interactions between New Japan and AEW? Because if you don't and you just end it, what was the point of it? 
Mm-hmm. I mean, the only way to have a fallout is if you switch titles. Yeah. Like they said, it would be with the main. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was a rumor a few weeks ago that Tanahashi was going to get AEW, the interim, and then Page was going to get the IWGP. So now Jay White winning the IWGP kind of possibly through a loop. You know, is that still going to happen? I think we talked about this, but what do you guys think of if Tanahashi wins the AEW championship? Now, granted, it's an interim title. It's not the title. Mm -hmm. Do you think... That's a good thing that they give it to a big star, you know, like an eight, like a new, but an outsider more than giving it to an AEW star. Now, Grant Moxley wouldn't be my first choice to be his, you know, the other champion, but. No, I'd like it if Tanahashi won because they let Kenny grab everybody else's belt and run with it. Why not have somebody else grab their belt? And run with it and it keeps that relationship so like you're still you still have to deal with new japan so it's like it's just not cut and dry we're done after this forbidden door you'll see still still see sprinkles of each other each other's promotion so if and that and i still keep the door open for tanahashi and punk yeah and to me the original idea yeah yeah the original idea like you build that as the main event for all out and you're going to have in a way you can have, because if they're going to have a working relationship, you can have that suspension of disbelief, you know, the outcome, Yeah, but mm-hmm. there's always that possibility. Like, okay, do they give it to Tanahashi, but you know, the outcome, mm-hmm. um, but with G one happening, if they do, if they at least allow the belts to show up on new Japan programming, at least that gives you at least their audience. And then the audience here in the States that watches it, visibility of the AEW championship still too. Mm-hmm. If they give it to Don Hashi, to me, they booked this all wrong. If you could have, you could have pushed somebody. If, if Don Hashi is slated to be the winner, you could have pushed somebody other than O'Reilly to Moxley just for Moxley to lose. You could have put somebody in that spot where it's like, look, they can they can be a champion. Mm-hmm. Just not right now. And Daniel Bryan wasn't available. <laughs> no, I'm talking about them because AEW is all about making new stars, but I don't see no new stars made. And if Moxley wins, if Moxley wins the title, you know they basically just gave it to him because he didn't have to win the battle royal. He just had to fight the winner. Mm-hmm. And he just had that one match, and it's just like. They pushed him to the number one contendership. Yeah, they put you know, on. so it's like it's basically just be like, okay, he's he's our interim champion. Now, I think there's a little more suspension of disbelief if it's Moxley and CM Punk, you know, for the t- for the real championship at All Out. Mm-hmm. But yeah. at the same time, it's like you still pretty much know who's going to win. Like, of course, I think no matter what, at the end of that pay per view, you know CM Punk's walking out as champion, no matter who the type the champion is. Mm-hmm. It's just more so that if it's a New Japan guy going in there, he's just there to do business. But I agree. I think that there should have been someone brand new, but mm-hmm. like I would have liked to seen that to push a star. But at the same time, even if, if they're only going to be technically a paper champion for a short amount of time, mm-hmm. do you want to do? Is it worth it? Yeah. yeah. 
I, I wouldn't put him on it. I wouldn't put it on. Oh, you just would have had somebody just. I would still would have put it on Tanahashi. Okay. If Tanahashi is going to win it, you would just have somebody. Yes. Different. Yeah. Just built up, you know, just yeah. like hey, yeah. this guy can't do it, you know. Yeah. No, for sure. Because you know it's going to be a good match. Whoever mm-hmm. Tanahashi's wrestling. Oh, of course. But that was called Build of Stars. You know, that's called looking for the future. And AEW don't mm-hmm. look forward to that. Not anymore. I'm going to keep saying that forever until I see some results. And I don't see any. I tell you, man. So, so speaking of that, you know, they're, <laughs> you know, right now the whole MJF thing is still un- unknown. So whether or not they're push- pushing a young star like MJF, but they're still pushing Wardlow. Mm-hmm. And that segment was a piece of shit this week. That was the first, you know, not that the first segment was hot. You know, because I kind of felt like that was just an okay segment. It was hot enough for the crowd, but yeah. on TV, it just wasn't anything great. And then you go to the Wardlow segment after that. I was like, well, this segment just derailed the show for me. <laughs> when he powered out of 20 guys, the old the big show, Braun Strowman, I was like, I'm, I'm over it. I, I hate that move and everything wrestling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you power out of like 20 bodies now. Yeah. Incredible Hulk. Yeah, that's that should have been done and over with. Once he got his AEW contract, these security guards should have been. Yeah, this should have been done and over. But so now they, like, they trucked them back out there again. Yeah, what they should have just done was that if he threw them over the top rope, they could have been gone. Yeah, yeah, that could have been elimination instead of having to pin everybody. Not not stacking four bodies, but yeah, some people face down. Because then it could have been a quick segment. So it's just like, look how quick he, he dominated all these men out of the ring. Now, granted, mm-hmm. it, all 20 of them could have gone to war low and eliminated him, you know. But, you know, at least you would have had, at least it would have been a little more. Mm-hmm. It would have been quicker and a little more entertaining, really, I think. But I, 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 but at the end, I don't know if you could have done anything to make that segment entertaining at all. No. But war was still, the crowd still cheered him, so. Mm-hmm. Anything else on AEW? Unlimited potential last night. He got a little bit closer, but who's that? Dante yeah, Martin. Dante Martin. <laughs> yeah. I told Jason. I, I, I told Jason he's nothing but the uh, the main eventer's whipping post. Now he took John Spears' job. Okay. Because the only thing he do is fight main eventers, and he never won. He fight last night. He fought Moxley Hogan. <laughs> so you knew going in. Yeah, you knew going yeah, in. You, yeah, yeah, you knew going you knew in. What his job was going in. But I'm just tired of like the commentary and just be like, oh, he has so much potential and all that stuff. But you know what's going to happen. Do something with him. <laughs> yeah. You know what's going to happen. He could fight for the FTW title, but he can't fight for no other title, even though he did get that Hangman um, one title shot, but we all know well, that was going to happen. That was no suspension of disbelief there. Yeah. yeah. So his new name is Unlimited Potential. I would buy you I would buy you Dante Martin shirt. <laughs> I, I like him. I, 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 everybody I, does. I, I, <laughs> I like him, but do something. Yeah. But now we're going to hand the belts to like CM Punk. But unfortunately, cause with his brother, <laughs> keeps getting injured. Yeah, you know, so it's like you know they bring his brother comes back and it's like okay we're, we're the tag team's back we're moving forward with the tag team then he gets injured and it's just like okay now we got to figure something else out for Dante. But he had a, but when his when his brother first got in, uh, injured that breakout was amazing. Yeah. Yes. yeah, and you expect this you expected mm-hmm. something. Yeah, like at that dynamite we went to when he fought um the elite 
Mm-hmm. He was looking amazing against Kenny yeah. and uh, the Bucks and all that stuff. Where's all that unlimited potential? It's limited. I see shoulders on the mat every week. <laughs> to the main eventers. <laughs> call him Sean Spears. <laughs> <laughs> Took Sean Spears' job. Anything else? I hate AEW. <laughs> <laughs> I just passed me. Yeah, he really has. I just surpassed me. <laughs> I'll be enjoying the stuff now. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that flip flop. We're all team roles. Yeah. I heard that comment last week saying I'm turning into the villain. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just have a couple notes. Um, NWA, NWA announced this week they're doing uh, another weekend in August for their 74th anniversary. Um, it looks like they're doing the 74th anniversary on a Saturday and Sunday again, which they did last year. But last year they did, night one was the all-women's event. Night two was the 74th anniversary. Right now they're just announcing the 74th anniversary is going to be a two-night event. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Much like WWE, we're not getting a second all women's event <laughs> for the company that's saying that you know we're giving you the women. So, is maybe that's a problem? Maybe maybe the, these women's events just don't draw. You know, that was apparently the issue with WWE. But fans want them, but if they're not supporting them at the same time, you know, if you want it, you got to support it. It's just like when talent get released. Oh, yada yada yada. Where were you when? Yeah, they needed fans. So we'll see if they change if if they do announce it. But right now they didn't announce it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, former WWE referee Dave Hebner passed away. Mm-hmm. Got his fame from you know the infamous angle of the twin referees in the eighties with with Andre <laughs> and Hogan mm-hmm. <laughs> on the main event. So first twin uh, magic. Yeah, the original. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, did WWE say anything last night? Did they post anything no. on SmackDown? Nope. No. Which I wasn't sure if they would, you know, knowing the whole history there, you know. Yeah, I didn't know it was both of them. I just thought it was Earl. Okay. Okay. I mean, Dave was a referee, but for years, pretty much after that thing, Earl became like the ref and Dave became producer in the back. Okay. So, you know, most of his work was just behind the scenes. Okay. I don't know. After he got released by WWE, I don't know if he ever worked anywhere else. You know, you just you saw Earl go to TNA and mm-hmm. you know and became popular there, but you just never really saw him. At least I never heard of anything about Dave after WWE. Mm-hmm. But that's all I had for us res- for wrestling this week. You guys have anything else? Mm-hmm. All right, time for drink of the week then. Chug, 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 chug. chug. All right, this week's drink of the week. We're taking it back to you know our youth here, you know, late '90s, early 2000s. We're going Mad Dog. Uh, I don't know if kids today still drink Mad Dog 2020. You know if that's the thing that they go to the liquor store for. But uh, recently, within the past couple of years, Mad Dog came out with like their spike punch beverages. This is uh, we're trying the sweet blue raspberry this week. This thing comes in at 12. percent So it's definitely like a like a malt beverage, you know, punch. It's, it's I guess, a punch. Like, yeah, punch. Yeah. 
Uh, I may have tried Mad Dog one time, and I'm not even sure if I have. So we'll see. <laughs> they had tons of different flavors. You know, yeah, was like kind of like they're. I knew all about. I just never shit. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you go to the liquor store. If you're buying from the bottom shelf, it's something cheap. So <laughs> they were always on the bottom shelf. Question I had on this: Was it going to be blue, blue drink? It is a blue drink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Green screen. Right <laughs> yeah, it, is blue. it is blue. I see on my can. Mm-hmm. So typical Mad Dog, you know, still doing colors in the drink, but it has sharing is key. Grab two glasses of ice, pour and pass one on to a friend. So this is supposed to be shared, but we're not doing that. We're all going in for it. Mm-hmm. 12%. Oh, yeah, this is a big boy. 12%. So That's- definitely one of the. The Reminds me of uh, the man of cold 45 juice. Yeah. You taste the alcohol. I'll say that. I had to stop to taste the alcohol because I was about to just. Ooh, man. Power the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You're getting the burn from the alcohol in there. I don't hate it. No, I don't. I don't hate it. Packs a Jason. punch, though. Yeah. Jason. What do you think? I really enjoy it. Uh, it's sweet. Yeah. Yes. For me. Would I drink multiple of these? No. <laughs> Would I kill one? Yes. <laughs> I think I'm smart enough not to drink multiple. That might be the, 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 the key. Uh, Just a heads up. My power's flickering for some reason. So. <laughs> That's <laughs> If we get cut off, you don't know why. <laughs> I think Dawn still got control. He'll be the only one on because mine's is. Are you flickering too? Yeah. No, I'm good. Okay. Uh, no, I like this. I mean, it's. I agree with you, with you, Jason. I don't know if I could drink multiple of these in a sitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, okay. hey, we might be going to a uh, a graduation party today. You know, outside. This might not be something bad to drink while you're there. <laughs> I grab a second. <laughs> mm-hmm. There, there are a couple different flavors. I don't think they have a lot. I think they only have like mm-hmm. three flavors. But yeah, I look. I'm cool with this. This is yeah. <laughs> we should have had this before we talked about WWE. Made the talk about AEW. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that 12 percent hits quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. I like the flavor. It's sweet. Oh, Mad Dog, I give it a four. Same. Four. I think I'd go with you. I'll give it a four. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. drink. I, I would definitely drink this. I again. would drink this one again for sure. Yes. But I think mm-hmm. I would probably like to try some of the other flavors too. Uh, we got to go on a run soon. Well, yeah. we have to go on a run. <laughs> if so, I were a pre gamer, this would be my start. That's a good That's a good thing. Yeah, this is a pre game, Bob. Definitely pre game. Nothing what you need, like at the event you need. <laughs> like, nah. Pre-game, college, you know, just drinking some of these. Because if you already tips and you start drinking these, you yeah. won't say shit, and you'll just yeah. be, <laughs> Let's play some bloody knuckles. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> not these days. <laughs> All right, but that's it for uh, Mad Dog Sweet Blue Raspberry. Uh, if, if you had it, let us know what you think. If you haven't had it, go, and you want to go out and try it. Let us know what you think after you try it, because if you've had Mad Dog, you know what to expect, and 
all you're getting out of it out of the other mad dog is just a more carbonated beverage mm-hmm. yeah so all right <laughs> All right, uh, probably a quick edition of this week in sports, but uh, you know this week was started the NHL Stanley Cup Finals. We've only had Game One so far. Uh, Avalanche won the other night four three in, in overtime. Uh, game Two is tonight. Uh, any predictions on on the Stanley Cup? Uh, go Avalanche! I'm get tired of seeing the Lightning. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired of the Lightning winning. Let's see the young team, the future. Let's see them win something. And all season, you know, Avalanche was talked about. So this isn't like they came out mm-hmm. of nowhere, yeah. you know, and or surprised. If they win, you know, this is this was a consistent team this season, mm-hmm. and definitely deserving. But can Tampa get the three peat? You know, and I'm I'm going with Tampa, but I wouldn't. I'm not upset on either team. Mm-hmm. I, I like Tampa, and I I like the Avalanche team. So whoever wins, I'm happy with. But I think Tampa might go for the three in a row. <sighs> Need a change, and uh, again, I wouldn't be upset if if Avalanche won. But, uh, this week, we also saw the NBA Finals. Uh, did you Finish guys watch up. those at all? Warriors in six. <laughs> no, you need to play the montage that Steve saying this series is going seven. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Nah, I'm not a basketball person, so I'm just glad it's over. I turned it on 54 seconds left. Got the thrill of watching the championship. <laughs> Actually, like I watched the whole series. The true bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> like some people be watching one. Just old time player, but like I was a fan since, but <laughs> It like a bit, a bit just like some people we worked with after the Pens won a Stanley Cup, they come in with a jersey and a hat the next day. <laughs> Support the team all along. <laughs> but, I mean, anybody really surprised the Warriors won? No, nah, but they were good from the yeah. beginning, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what they do. It yeah. was just, I guess it was just noticeable that Clay was missing the past two years. Mm-hmm. Or this team would be a dynasty, or they are a dynasty, but have more, more, yeah, yeah, just because of stuff, they're a dynasty. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, uh, they, then they say this moves them into the top 10 players of all time. Okay, to... all time, all time, yeah, that might have to be a conversation. Do some research on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I already know my one, so. My list is complete. <laughs> My list is one. <laughs> Even though I'm not a basketball person, I do have a top three. No, you do okay. Yeah. Is Braun Braun in it? Oh, of course he is. He's my legend. He's my hero. Is he number one? <laughs> no, he's not even. No. <laughs> Braun's number one is Bob Cousy. <laughs> oh, no, I just like saying that name. <laughs> It's out of uh, Bill Russell, Kareem, and Jordan. You figure out oh, which order it you, you said Jordan last. I was about to flip this thing. <laughs> Jason, I'm guessing number one, Jordan. Yeah, yeah it's number one for me. I mean, that is the list. Is for this could be a conversation for a, like a generational conversation. 
Yes. You know, but for us, you know, we are the same generation. So yeah. how do you not put Jordan in your top? <laughs> you know, you grew up with him. You know, he was NBA, really. If you're a hater, that's how. <laughs> yeah. Where, you know, I can also, I can appreciate LeBron, mm-hmm. but I didn't, I don't follow the NBA like I did as a child. You know, you know, I watched it more then than what I do now. So I can appreciate LeBron, but I think, you know, that generation of kids is going to say LeBron probably would be the number one. Yeah. That's what they grew up on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is generational. Yeah. It, 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 it really is. Mm-hmm. So then you like, you take our, someone like our aunts, uncles or parents age and they're going to probably say somebody else. Yeah. You know, and then they might have the appreciate appreciation for Jordan yeah. and or LeBron or or Steph, but, but they probably hold Magic and Bird higher. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like uh, my dad. He likes or Chamberlain. Uh, my dad. My dad likes Bill Russell and Kareem. Mm-hmm. Those are the people he grew up on. He thinks they're the best, so he doesn't put Jordan above them, just because mm-hmm. that's his era. Yeah, he likes Jordan, but he don't think they're above those two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, for us, Jordan was everything. <laughs> everything growing up. You know, NBA champion, USA basketball, shoes, uh, Space Jam. Minor League Baseball for two years. Baseball, golf. <laughs> you know, when didn't you see MJ in something, really? Pro Star. Yeah. <laughs> Space Jam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Donald, I know you had something that you want to talk about. Oh, yeah. Little Caesars has replaced Pizza Hut as the sponsor for the NFL. So the NFL already went through two pizza places in like three years. Are they Papa John's? John's, It was Papa John's, yep. Then once Papa John's had their controversy, it was Pizza Hut. Now it's Little Caesars. Pizza Hut cost too much. Pizza, pizza. <laughs> Price is going up. something quick and simple. Yep. <laughs> Hot ready is going to go up to six dollars now. <laughs> oh, Why not? They're at five fifty-five. So yeah, five yeah five fifty-five. So wait, what's, what's no problem? Tack on another forty-five cents. Man, that's all I have for sports. I, I thought really five was a mission statement, man. <laughs> <laughs> the College World Series started yesterday too. Another okay. that I watch, yeah. I started. Yeah, messing up my TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate that one in Westminster now, man. Yeah, Oklahoma and uh, Notre Dame won last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good games. Right, Jason, you got anything? Speaking of Westminster, uh, I seen them advertising on Fox, and I remember when I was a kid, they used to they used to cut off Raw. Oh yeah. West oh yes, I remember oh, that. And I seen the commercial and I was like, if they do this shit, they run it a different day. They run it on a Sunday. Like this, that'll be traumatizing. <laughs> I remember that. And that was during the attitude era. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's whenever you got like Thursday raw Thursday or Friday night main event, different stuff like that. Yeah, but the thing is you didn't know that as a kid. <laughs> no. Yeah. You mm-hmm. was thinking I'm tuning in every Monday, Monday. Yep. for Raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Thursday was safe for actual TV back then. Yeah. <laughs> but when they did that, like they would always hype up 
because they didn't consider it like they never hyped it as Monday Night Raw, but on Thursday or Monday mm-hmm. Night Raw on Friday, they always tried to hype it up as Thursday Raw Thursday, Friday night's main event, something like that, mm-hmm. to say like it's a big event feel, you know, to for you to tune in. And mm-hmm. if you ever you go back, the ratings never followed. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, there's always took a dip for for the dog show, but not the dog show. So what did you whatever. do? You just flipped it to Nitro then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. WCW got your full attention out Monday. Yes, it did. <laughs> the three-hour show that nobody complained about. <laughs> oh, no, I complained about it. The it thing did. was, you got one hour uninterrupted of Nitro. Because mm-hmm. it was, what was it, 8 to 11, and then Raw was 9 to 11 at that yes. time. Mm-hmm. So you always got the first hour, 8 to 9. Watch WCW for that for that full hour and then yeah. i flipped the second hour and then watched raw the, the third mostly the third hour or would flip between mm-hmm. it all depends on year what i was watching it that's, yeah. that's how my stuff changed back then yeah this week in sports turns it back into bell to bell part two yeah, <laughs> <laughs> anything yeah. else in sports this week nah all right, let's head into one gotta go. All right, last week's one gotta go was uh, our Father's Day edition of TV Dads, and good amount of voting this week uh, across all platforms. And Carl Winslow gotta go. That's what the fans voted off. Not too surprised, but not surprised. Yeah, where's where's your where's your stat, Dawn? <laughs> oh, on mine's uh, second was uh, uh, Uncle Phil. Got the second most. <laughs> Donald was the only out of. I posted all mine. I didn't get any Uncle Phil votes. All the Uncle Phil votes came from Donald's. Told you it's his friends. You're going to say your friends is my friends. Not it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. If you write down our friends list, they're the same people. Yeah, they don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> they just my friends. I take offense to that. <laughs> All right. So this week, uh, we're going to do summer treats. So whenever we release this on Tuesday, that is the official first day of summer. So we're going to go with uh, food always seems to do well on here. So we're going to go with ice cream, popsicle, Italian ice, and frozen yogurt. Which one got to go? It's frozen yogurt like gogurt. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, frozen, no. that's just yogurt frozen yogurt is like the place that you go to you can get the different flavors of yogurt then they have the topping bar and things like that is that it's the like one soft they, serve but not ice cream soft serve, yeah. is that the one they do the little special tricks hibachi light no that, that's different that's that is ice cream Okay. you probably had frozen yogurt and just didn't you thought it was like soft serve yeah mm-hmm. okay TCBY, that was frozen yogurt. If you ever had that, no. That place over in Edgewood Town Center that used to be. Yes, yogurt. that was frozen yogurt. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that place. Yeah, he used to stop there after the gym. You know, that's gym like. <laughs> so, frozen yogurt got to go. I don't even know what the hell it is. Mm. Frozen yogurt is good. I don't mind it. Uh, for me, Italian ice have to go. Because Italian ice is just nothing but a shaved popsicle. So. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Not a fan of Rita's, huh? Mm-hmm. Nah. Yeah. So it, Italian ice is a uh, false advertisement. 
is a popsicle. I don't know. I think you give him. Yeah. That's all what it is. You take a ice. Uh, you, you take a popsicle and you shave it down. That's your Italian ice. I think it's a little different than that, but <laughs> you oh, making it sound like like, like, like shaved ice. Like snow <laughs> cones and Italian ice are different. <laughs> Like shaved ice is where it's just like the, like the just literally shaved ice, and then they pour the like the flavor over it. The, the snow cone, yeah, that, yeah, like the snow cone, yeah. yeah. No, no, that's Italian ice. That's not Italian. <laughs> ice. <laughs> we'll do a compare and contrast it's, on that it's, one. Day. It's, it's a popsicle. Oh, that's a man. All oh, that's fancy a popsicle. That's all what it is. <laughs> For me, this is pretty easy. Um, in the summertime. I want ice cream or like, you know, I'll go to the ice cream shop or get a milkshake or something. Want that. Uh, we'll usually keep some popsicles in the fridge. Might go to Rita's for some Italian ice on a hot day. Very rarely do I ever crave frozen yogurt or want to go get frozen yogurt. So for me, frozen yogurt can go. Uh, Steve gave me his answer. He said, ice cream is king, so that's not going anywhere. But you can make the, the argument that a popsicle or Italian ice is more refreshing on a very hot summer day. Italian ice is staying. It's safe, reliable, and Rita's at Swedish Fish is outstanding. Frozen yogurt is like an undrafted college player that makes the team. TCBY only existed because of all the toppings you put on frozen yogurt. Popsicles gotta go. Don't really do anything other than melt fast, and there is a difference between popsicles and freeze pops. If it were freeze pops, then they would they would stay, and frozen yogurt would go. He wrote you a novel. I just read A, B, C, D. (laughs) (laughs) You asked poetic about ice cream. On a hot summer day. Yeah, freeze pops is not popsicles. Not at all. Freeze pops is not a popsicle. Freeze pops is a freeze pop. What's a popsicle? Popsicle. There's very different types of popsicles. Popsicles like a ball pop. Like the cheap stuff you get. So what do you what do you consider uh that's what I consider shortcakes? Strawberry flares. Strawberry flares. Popsicle. It's, it's on popsicle. a stick. Popsicle's on a stick. It's on a stick. Yeah. Ice cream trucks coming. What you picking? Wait, 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 wait. Strawberry <laughs> Claire, like the like the ice cream on a stick. Scooter crunches. That's, mm-hmm. that's ice cream. It's not a popsicle. If it's on a stick, it's on a popsicle. It's a popsicle. <laughs> that's not ice cream. <laughs> that's not ice cream. It's ice, ice cream. Cream's on a, it. Ice cream's on a cone. That needs that, that needs its ice own category. <laughs> Because like the Sonic, the Sonic thing is not a popsicle, nor is it ice cream. I have never heard this argument before that if it's just on a stick, it's a popsicle. If it's yes. on a stick, it's a popsicle. It's a popsicle. But it's weird because, yeah. Yeah. So it, it can be ice cream on a stick, but it's still a popsicle. If it's on a stick, it's a popsicle. It's a popsicle. Ice cream for me is either on a cone or in a little cup. Yeah. I mean, ice cream's just not ice cream, even if it's on a stick. But what what are the what are the Sonic treats? The character ones, the, the the Ninja Turtles. What are those? That's not ice cream. Those are popsicles. But what is the what is it? What are you? I eating? don't know what it's actually made of. Is that frozen yogurt? No. That's okay. We'll deep dive into another. Oh, we definitely would deep dive into that because a push up is a popsicle. True. So, so ice cream sandwich is that still ice cream just because it's not on a stick or no? That's a sandwich. That's ice cream. It's ice cream. It, 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 yes, yeah, it's ice cream, but it's a sandwich. That's what category. the hell's a Klondike? Klondike's a Klondike. Ice it's cream. A sandwich. That's ice cream. It's a sandwich. 
Who made this list? We should be. <laughs> We're just breaking down our own. I was going to say, here we go again with the fucking criteria. But... Here we go. You didn't get some scrambled eggs. <laughs> it's just supposed to be basic. I'm lying. Ice cream truck is coming. What you going to? <laughs> Yeah, we'll be diving to this later. I've never heard that argument that just because ice cream's on a stick, it's a popsicle. Ice cream, ice cream truck is coming. What are you, what are you picking? Your go-to ice cream truck never came around my neighborhood. Never. Really? Man, we get ice cream more than you. Really? Man, man, it came to the hood. He he get, he get shaved iced. He get, he get <laughs> that iced. is right. He get the Reader's truck. They don't even have a truck when they come. That would be, that would be fantastic. If that's what I got. But no, like, that's one of the reasons why I don't think I ever had WWE ice cream bar back in the day because I never hardly ice ever cream. saw an ice cream truck. Damn. Mm-hmm. They they live in the hood. Yeah, yes, they, they do. do. I see them there. <laughs> There's times now whenever I whenever I drive by, I go like shit. Like I'm I'm 37 years old. I, I'm gonna stop for the ice cream truck. <laughs> but I mean, I lucked out. I mean, even growing up, I had you know an ice cream stand, you know, a couple yeah. blocks away from oh, me. Yeah, so. True. Mm-hmm. We didn't Maybe have. That's why they didn't come. But... One of the better <laughs> yeah. ones. Yeah. Now, Swissville Dairy Delight. Now, no, I'm talking about back then. Yeah, I know. Oh, then, then were good. Yeah, it's still good now. Oh, is it? Owners, yeah. Free plug for you on there. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else in one go to go? Nah. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for tuning into episode 91 of the Dumb Marks podcast. Make sure you like and follow us on all our social media pages. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, got our YouTube channel, got our Twitch Twitch channel, and even our TikTok page now. Everything is at Dumb Marks Pod for the username. For all the links and more, you can head over to dumbmarkspod.com and head over to prowrestlingtees.com slash dumbmarkspod for our merch and help support the show. Gentlemen, final thoughts? Dom, I know you got some gaming news. Yeah, so quick gaming news. Um, this past Sunday was uh, Xbox and Bethesda showcase, and it, it literally put me to sleep. That's how bad it was. Um, the whole showcase was basically DLC for games that have already been out. They really didn't show anything new for me. Um, Redfall, it looked really good, but the big uh, the big thing they showed was um, Starfield, and it legitly looked like a poor man's uh, No Man's Sky. And that's getting like a lot of hate from everybody online and stuff like that. Uh, Wednesday, was it Wednesday? Either Wednesday or Tuesday was a uh, Capcom showcase. Okay. And um, no, that was actually Monday. Sorry, <laughs> Monday. Uh, the main takeaway from that: uh, the Resident Evil fans finally got their Resident Evil DLC coming out. It's called uh, The Shadows of Rose. So if you play Resident Evil Village, it takes 16 years after Resident Evil Village, and it will star uh, Ethan's daughter in it. And it comes it's out. Not, like, it's not huh? a game. <laughs> it's not a game. Give me another game. Sixteen years. That's a game. DLC <laughs> is like moments after. <laughs> that's what everybody was shocked about. Was like, man, that's a big long uh, time span there. Um, yeah, they showed that. They showed more of the Resident Evil Four remake, and they finally announced that RE Verse will finally be operational, and all that stuff will come out uh, October twenty eighth of this year. So right before Halloween. Um, they're they're also gonna have a Resident Evil Village Gold Edition 
disc that comes out that will have all that DLC for free on the disc. But if you already have Resident Evil Village, I think it was going to be maybe fourteen ninety nine yeah. for the for the DLC, and also they'll have a third person uh mode campaign. So Resident Evil Village, you can play in third person with new animations and stuff. That really looks interesting to me. And also on Monday, PlayStation Plus came out, the new updated PlayStation Plus with all the different tiers. Uh, everybody's saying that the extra tier with the PS5 games and PS4 games is definitely worth the money. But the premium tier with all the classic PS1, 2, 3 streaming and PSP games are not worth it. There is not that many games on there at all. The games don't look that great. I mean, visually they look good, but just like the titles aren't yeah. that good. Yeah. Give it some time. Yeah, when they kick in some more stuff. Like it's hard for me saying like they have for me, Tekken. I'm a big Tekken player. They have Tekken two on there, but they don't have Tekken one or Tekken three, mm-hmm. which is very weird. I mean, Tekken three is the better one out of, you know, the original trilogy, but why would you just have Tekken 2 on there and not 1, 2, and 3. Like, they absolutely have no Twisted Metals on there, which is shocking. Because when PlayStation came out, Twisted Metal was like one of their biggest, biggest games, the original one. And Twisted Metal 2 is their best one, and they don't even have it on there. So, got to give it a couple months. But extra, yes. Premium, no. And then, what, yesterday, uh, Turtles came out, Shredder's Revenge. Yep. So you get my ass whooped, man. Mm-hmm. Yep, give that so, a try. Yep. So download it. I downloaded it this morning. So hey. if you're uh, if you're a PS Plus uh, person, you get it for twenty two forty nine. I think it's on sale. Yeah. For twenty two forty nine. Yep. It's sad running out alone. <laughs> <laughs> you get up to six players and you sitting there running it alone. They're like, oh damn, this time. <laughs> yeah. You need everybody's help. <laughs> Yep, so I'll be playing that this week for sure. And that's all the gaming news I have. Okay. Jason, you got anything? No. All right. With that, we'll end with a quote of the week. Uh, Sunday is Father's Day. So we'll end the quote with, A father is someone you look up to no matter how tall you grow. So all the dads out there, hope you have a good Father's Day. All the mothers usually get the love for Mother's Day, so I hope your dad's actually get some love on Father's Day this year. So, and don't have to cook. <laughs> <laughs> Stay off the grill. Jason, any sales for Father's Day that you're buying anything this year? No, they don't have nothing. And why would I want power tools? I ain't fixing shit. So with that, what the show? I'm a Mark. You're a Mark. Tell a Mark. And with that, catch us around the way. <laughs>